You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, I'd like to start off the show with uh, three gripes. I forget the third one, so it might might end up being two. (laughs) It is festivus. First off, uh, Mutt, I believe we had a little bet on, a side bet on the Seattle-Arizona game. I believe the the phrase... uh, Four pack of beer was uttered. Yep. So whenever You're you find set. yourself back in this building, leave it in the fridge for me. Uh, you pick. Uh, nothing. None of that coffee. No stouts, please. I don't, I don't do stouts. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? What? What, what do you? Th- are you still doing? Uh, is it IPAs? Would you rather have a bottle of wine? Would you like some mm. seltzers? Like what? What, I what, feel would, like what would be the, the best move. thing? IPA is okay. probably the move. I'm a big. Okay. Uh, can I rattle off like my top ten? It's the most consistent. No, no. Go to the door, Cod guys, <laughs> and do that. Uh, just you like IPAs? I can buy some IPAs. It'll be a mixed four pack for you in the fridge. Well, you'll see it Tuesday, but I'll bring it on Monday. All right, and we may have to ban side bets for a little because Mister One Two uh, Mike Mutnansky is bringing I us know. down a little bit I more. Know. I wanna, I'm the, the one and two kid. I want to get a T-shirt. <laughs> one, I don't want, the one and two kid. Fifty three and forty nine on the oh. season, and the other gripe here being that Shime tells me uh, about an hour. ago, that he spoke to Mutt on the phone this morning and that you and Shime apparently nailed out the rundown for this show today, unbeknownst to the host of the program. I don't know why you wouldn't tell the host what we're doing. First off, I'm the host, so if we like, I'm telling you right now, we're not doing that. We're not hitting on any of the games that are tomorrow. That's not happening on this program. <laughs> okay, so just skip all the Great, that sounds good. Skip all the Thanksgiving games. Th- this is why. In fact, because I we just have a- about wrapped it up. Andy Dalton throwing interception, <laughs> plus 110. That's the show. Shime, say, say bye. Goodbye. Mutt wouldn't know how our show ends, though, because he turns it off with five minutes left. So I'm sure you listen back and you do some self-scouting, too. I fast-forward to the end. You guys do some funny jokes there. There's a lot of, like, inside Dale and uh, and Keefe. I'm sorry. uh, Aggression Keefe humor there at the end. It's like a a little bit too much inside radio at the end of it, but you guys do that. It's okay. Yeah, we have it's a lot of fun. So yeah. we like, all right. And I, and as predicted, I did not remember what my third gripe was. So if it comes up during the podcast, other gripes will arise. Oh, hold on, as the, hold, as on the hold on, hold on. Do you know what I, it hold is? On, hold oh, on. it's that. Oh, you know I, what it, I know exactly what a, it is. You have a stomach issue. No, it's not a stomach <laughs> issue. Oh, it could be, though, easily. It is Thanksgiving. Uh, I thought Lucy was supposed to be here. Wasn't I told? I was sold a bill of goods like a month ago that she would be here by, for well, the Thanksgiving show. Lucy said she was going to be in here the rest of the season, but you did not invite her, John. She called it a fake invite. What do I need to individually text her every single week? Do you know how much bull crap I have to do every day, and now I have to I have to individually text a person who's supposed to be here? Like Shine, Shine, if I had to text you Wah. every day and say, "Hey, Shine, just so you Wah. know, you're still welcome on this podcast that has your name on it. Show up." Yeah, hey, I actually. What are we doing? I actually mention it to you every day before the podcast. I go, "All right, tomorrow podcast. All right, I'll be there. I'll see you tomorrow." Yeah, like yeah. that. Like, uh, like. Uh, Hey, Rich, you got a show today. You can come in for it. Just hey, so you, know. Yeah, you got to do uh, mud at what? night. Yeah, Shime, Shime texts me every week to make sure we're good. So why? Yeah, yeah we're just. So, we're, well, you yeah, have but, kids and a life, so, you know. Yeah, right, a life. We're, we're doing this a day early, <laughs> day before Thanksgiving. Sorry, you no have life kids. Whatsoever. This podcast is technically part of one of the Venn, the, one of the circles involved with the Venn diagram of Mutt's life. There's the gambling circle and the family circle. That's true. Yeah. And I guess uh, I guess it could be one of those three ones, which is work, but I think that's involved. That We are a family, so that's also a, in the family. A, well, that's in the middle yeah, there. We're, we're a family, but we're going to make some picks, hopefully some, some good picks. You guys have carried me through uh, the first 11 weeks, and I'm hoping in the next 12 through the Super Bowl I can sort of help out at some point. But it's not been uh, that successful so far this year. 
All right, let's rip through the Thanksgiving games here. I went three and zero, so I will start. Shime two and one week. Good job, Thank buddy. Uh, Mutt, Mister one and two. No zero and threes. That's all we can ask for. We are still north of fifty percent, and it would take a it would take something very bad for us to dip below that. So, uh, let's start with. I actually don't have the odds written down for this time. I, I believe it is Detroit by three against the Bears. Bears at home. laying three. Bears laying three. I still don't know what that means, but that is what it is. I don't do the laying. I do minus. Bears minus notice, three. Notice John. how I you say def- plus minus every time. You definitely don't do the laying, John. That is Yeah. All right. All right. Do you have to cut that, too? No. Even though I'm not nope. saying leave what we had to cut in. earlier? Leave no, we didn't cut, we didn't cut anything We didn't cut anything earlier? Okay. Mutt doesn't know what we're talking about. Saving that on you. Anyways, my pick in this game is not a team. It is not a total it is a prop, and it is Andy Dalton to throw one interception plus one ten. Okay, I, don't, I, I mean I don't hate it. Andy Dalton is Andy I think, Dalton. I, I, think, I think this could sneaky be a little, little bit of a little bit of a scoring game. Oh, you, so you're leaning on the especially over. If Jared, especially if Jared wow. Goff plays more than uh, is David Blau their backup? No, or it's they Tim Boyle. Boyle. No, it's Tim Boyle from UConn. Of okay, but, okay, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. We are doing this a day earlier than normal. The injuries both tomorrow and on Sunday are still, like, Not it is clear. way too much. Yep. So I, I just want to say, the lines we're going to mention the next uh, hour and a half this podcast is going to last, <laughs> uh, they could be way different, and the injuries could be way different. Whatever you do, check the injuries, make your own call, because even on Thursday, we have no idea who's going to play in these three games, as of right now, Wednesday afternoon. Just pointing that out right now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the Lions, plus three. I just think the whole Matt Nagy saga here is just a f- effing disaster um and i i want the one i want to root for the lions i want the lions Ugh. to get a win as much Ugh. as it pains me to say that and it much as, as much as i don't want to bet on a team that hasn't won a football game i want the lions to win a football game my favorite bet of the game however is deandre swift over 33 and a half rush yards mm. which he's done or sorry not rush yards reception yards which That's he's done sick. six times this season he hasn't done it in any of the last three weeks but i kind of expect that to change this week um, especially with Jamal Williams back. He doesn't have to run for 130 yards. He can actually catch the ball out of the backfield a little bit more now. Uh, so I love the DeAndre Swift over receiving yards this week. My second favorite, Swift, DeAndre. Your first is Taylor. Yes, we get Taylor, it. Taylor, yes, we know. Well, how are you feeling about do, this game? Do you think he's going over 22 uh, receiving yards? Who? DeAndre Swift. He just said that. that was I don't know about picks. you, but... I'm feeling oh, 22. Oh, I'm feeling God. over 22. Good Lord. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead, Mark. So uh, our favorite website, DraftKings, uh, they offer these same-game parlays now. And yes. I'm not, not advising this officially, but I'm just saying if you like the Bears to win, they are minus 150 on the money line. But if you think they're going to win on the ground, if you do a same-game par- same parlay, uh, Chicago Bears money line, and David Montgomery over 69.5 yards rushing. Uh, Detroit, by the way, is 29th in rush DVO in the entire NFL. Correct. And they're not very good. You can turn that Chicago game into a plus 130. I'm just pointing out that that is available. I may have done that a couple of times in New Hampshire early Wednesday morning, uh, and that's where I'm leaning right now. No feel on the game or total, but I like Montgomery to have a, over 70 yards. He's going to get most of the carries as it is. They're going to win the game outright because Matt Nagy's coaching for his job. He wins. It's tough to fire him the day afterwards. So Chicago money line, Dave Montgomery over 6.5 rushing yards, same game parlay, plus 30. That's but I think, uh, I think the, the – uh... The word "same game parlay" may uh, reappear, but I will ooh, let John ooh, keep it. Don't spoil it. It is the holidays. Big market tease. Big market Nobody skip ahead. Keep it right here. And like uh, by four o'clock tomorrow, you will hopefully be awakening to find out what the final <laughs> score of the Bears and Lions <laughs> game was. Getting ready for the Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys. I have got, unless it's moved in the last twenty minutes, and Shime will sure point it out to me if it did. Uh, I have got the Dallas Cowboys. Was it laying? Yep, laying seven and a half. Correct. 
at home against the Vegas Raiders. Over under 51.5. Let's flip the script here. I went first last time. Mutt, your, your first Zero word. feel for this game. Will not be involved except for Daily Fantasy. Shime? Uh Yeah, so this is where I'm going to bring in the same game parlay. Oh. Uh, my favorite prop bet of the day, of all of Thursday, Tony Pollard, over 13.5 receiving yards. He's done that in each of Again? the last three weeks. Wait a second. Wait, wait. That was the line last week. And yes, now the, okay. it's still the line. I have a pick for this game. I, I like because I, I hit that last week. Yes, I, I, I that was one of the few profits. It's still, I I'm looking hit at it right week. now. Minus one twenty over thirteen and a half. Okay, well, you know, keep that's going, Sean. Easy. So, I, that, so, I, so that's the first leg of the same game par, uh, same game parlay. The okay. next leg would be Dallas money line. I don't, I can't really figure out this Raiders team entirely. I know they're decent, but I don't know if they're great, and so I'm leaning towards. Dallas winning this game, but maybe not covering the seven and a half. So I just feel more confident. I think Dallas outright wins this game for sure, which is why I feel more confident in the money line. So you go money line, the Pollard over receiving yards, and then I'm actually going to go under in this game. I don't think there's a ton of points scored. Uh, I think it's going to be probably close to the 20s, but I don't think it gets over the 51 and a half. I like getting the half there on the 51, um, and, and so I, I, I like going under in this game. You parlay the three of them together, and you get it at like, plus 290 or 250 which is in my opinion the best the best bet you can make on this game all day gun to my head or uh, it's a raider so i guess a sword to my head sword to my throat i probably <laughs> pick raiders seven and a half here however i agree with sham i think the real play here is the under so cd lamb did practice today it's looking like he is going to play tomorrow but regardless you've got zeke banged up you've got tyron smith it looks like he will play as well but Worth noting that he is also banged up. I think this could be a very Patriots-esque game plan for Dallas going into this game. And I think that definitely uh, lends towards the under, especially when you take into account their their defense is good. I think they can sort of keep the Raiders down a little bit. I think I agree with Shine, probably somewhere in the 20s. I don't think they clear the uh, 51 and a half. So. so- just to just to correct myself, uh, in the same game parlay, you can't do Pollard over thirteen and a half. Instead, it just becomes Pollard for ten plus receiving yards, which is even lower. In this same game parlay, like I said, plus two ninety five. All right, let's go to the night game. The Buffalo Bills coming off a uh, coming off getting absolutely hammered by the Indianapolis Colts, namely Jonathan Taylor. Last week, our six point favorites at the New Orleans Saints. I kicked off the first one. Mutt kicked off. Dumped that three, two, one. The second one, Shime. What do you got? I'm not betting this game at all. Uh, if you're if gun to my head, I'd take Buffalo laying the six. You know, you know why he's going to be passed out? At this. <laughs> this is, I am going to be. This is, this is smart, Shime. This is. I am smart. going to be comatose from all the booze, <laughs> eggnog, and freaking turkey that I stuffed down my gullet over the course of the day. So uh, I am not betting this game at all because I'd fall asleep before it started and wake up after it's over. Uh, but if gun to my head, you're making me pick the game. I go Buffalo hoof, minus hoof six. to your head. It's a it's a Buffalo. Right, you're right. Hoof to your Sorry. throat. Hoof hoof to my throat. Hoof, hoof to my Temple, I'm going. Uh, I, picture, I, picture, I picture Shime like when uh, when SpongeBob and Squidward have to drag the anchor all the way across town, and they're just like dragging it. Like I picture that, except there's no anchor, and it's just Shime on the floor, like trying to get from like the bathroom to the couch, or the dinner table to the couch, or just anywhere that triangle of locations: couch, bathroom, the Bermuda dinner table. triangle of the house. <laughs> the, the, the the Bermuda the Shime uh, the Shime triangle. Um, I am on. So in this game, I like the Bills to bounce back. Now, some of the Saints' injuries. Notable going into this. So Alvin Kamara did not practice yesterday. 
Uh, Mark Ingram was limited, so it could be the could be the Toby Jones game uh, for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchak, that would be their starting tackles. Both did not play last week. I believe Ramchak did not practice yesterday. Armstead was limited, so we'll have to see about them. But uh, going into this, even with those injuries, their O-line only allowed 12 pressures last week. But I do like, especially with those injuries, I like Buffalo to put some pressure on uh, on Trevor Simeon in this game. So even if Josh Allen doesn't bounce back, which if he doesn't, that's a really bad sign because they do not have the running game to sort of pick him up the way other teams have that. Like when Mac Jones slumps, running game picks him up. Uh, they perform a little better. Uh, I I think this could even be a low scoring game, but they still cover the six points just because maybe offensively they have they have some short fields, maybe even some defensive scores. Maybe they start a drive in field goal in a field goal area. Uh, going back to last week, so the Bills' offensive line they allowed six pressures against the Colts. Josh Allen had five uh, passes in which he threw it directly to the defender, two of which were caught. So it could have been a lot worse than it was. It had to do a lot with Jonathan Taylor just running over their defense. Tremaine Edmonds was out for that game. He didn't practice yesterday with a with a ham- or sorry, he was a full participant in practice yesterday with a hamstring. But regardless, those running backs for the Saints might be out anyway. So it could be could be the Toby Jones game, like I said. Bills wide receivers five draw passes last week as well. So it wasn't all on Allen, but it was a lot on Allen. It was mostly the run defense that that cost him that. So I'm I'm on the Bills minus six against the Saints. My- I'd be on the Bills, too, because uh, the reports, again, today, Mark Ingram did not practice. It sounds like Tony Jones and Ty Montgomery, uh, as you talked about. And I think that this is a this is a great spot for Dayball. It's an indoor game. No issues about the weather and the, the slippery ball. Uh, I think Josh Allen has a big game in the spot. And actually, Cole Beasley uh, is another guy that's going to have a big game in the spot. I'm going to – again, this is not one of my three picks, but I would play the Bills uh, and feel pretty confident about them covering the number. And I saw some suggestions that uh, Bills first half – is also a play that might be worth playing because they're going to come out gangbusters and the Saints offense is not going to have Ingram or Kamara to start. Could be slow. Uh, but Bills laying the six. I feel good about that. All right, let's move on to the Patriots before we get out of here, fellas. Uh, I've got the Patriots six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Tennessee Titans over under 43-and-a-half. Mutt, we will let you kick us off. Okay, did you say we're getting out of here? Because I thought we still had picks to make. Yeah, we still have picks to make, John. Oh, weren't those our picks? No. Oh. I haven't made any picks yet. Oh, I have not made a pick yet either. Okay, well, I gave oh, all mine this. during those let's, games, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. Me and Muddle okay. get ready for Sunday. Set up the Patriots game. Go ahead. All right, I guess I'll just let you guys uh, go to that after. But all right, I'll start us off my my last pick because everything I mentioned before this was an official pick I'm giving wow. aside from the Andy oh, Dalton one, the, the Vegas under and the Buffalo minus six. Those are two of my picks. My nice. last one is going to be Patriots-Titans, the under 43-and-a-half uh, because I had so much success uh, a few weeks ago betting under, so my, my 0-3 week two weeks ago. Uh, going into the Cleveland game, I, I remember saying on here that I really thought it was going to be very similar to the Carolina game as far as game script for both teams. I, I think this is very similar here as well. Obviously, that did not end up being the case in Cleveland, uh, but I also don't... I think Mike Vrabel probably knows how to approach the Patriots offense a bit more than Stefanski and who... I don't even remember who their defensive coordinator is, like Joe Perry or something, Joe Barry. Sounds, Sounds right. right. Sounds right. And yeah. no, Andrew, but I just combined the DC and the GM. Oh. Unheard of in sports radio. First time <laughs> for everything. So we're gonna we'll clip that, send it to the PD. They'll probably plug it on air a few times. Uh, Mike Vrabel's not Cleveland. I think he approaches this game uh, in in a bit of a better way. So uh, forty three and a half. I like the under in this game. Tennessee's defense is really they've come a long effing way. I trashed them for the first month of the season. They have an awesome defensive backfield that's getting Christian Fulton back to add to the mix. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, uh, BC guy, Harold Landry are just destroying backfields right now. So uh, I think the Patriots win, but I like the under in this one. 
All right, I, you guys uh, do all your picks uh, now. I guess I'll leave. Well, can I go next? Because <laughs> yeah, you and I are going to agree. This is my first pick. I also like the under uh, 43 and a half I, 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 beat Mutt, I beat Mutt head to head, and now he's just picking the same <laughs> thing as all of us. Well, he's sick of going one and two, so he's like, I'll pick the same as Shine for one and the same as John for the other. If, if I go down, they're coming down with me. If I'm being fair, you made a lot of good points here. Uh, the only things I'll add is that we know Tennessee wants to play slow. Like They threw 52 times, and I'm sure Brable wanted to vomit when he looked back at that score. They want to run the football, even without Peterson, even without Henry. Uh, last six weeks, the Patriots are the sixth slowest situational neutral pace team in the NFL. They won the ball a lot more recently. Uh, Basically means that when it's not, uh, when you're not trailing or, or winning by a lot, when the, when the situation's neutral, within, I think it's within six points, uh, six points or, or four, four points. One, one score? Of those two. What's that? Is it one yeah, score? It's either six points or a one score game technically. They're playing at the sixth slowest pace. And by the way, their games this year had the tenth fewest points combined of all teams in the NFL. It makes sense. And I think they know that Vrabel is that much offensively. They're going to play conservative in this game, knowing they have a huge game against Buffalo the following Monday. Uh, 31% of the bets, but 54% of the money on the under. Give me the under Patriots-Titans for a lot of the reasons that John Anderson made on a Thanksgiving weekend where he's going to have a stomachache in like 12 hours from now. <laughs> By the way, Matt, so are you, do you have your show tonight? I'm not doing a show tonight. Oh, no. I was going to say, I was hoping to get my hands on that four-pack before, oh, before the weekend. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get everything today for Friday and for Thursday. So Tuesday, I don't need it Tuesday. I need it now. Can we do, can we do like, for every one week he doesn't get it, it adds a beer to it? No. Again, so you, you, you have to be one of those douches who goes in and just takes one beer out of the four-pack. That tax. is the worst. By the way, you can, you want to swing by, you can come to Chelmsford if you want. Come see Shime. He lives right nearby. You can go by and well, get your How about, about that, Shime? On your way here. to New Hampshire, you stop at Mutt's place. Get that for me. Drop it off at my apartment on your way to work on Friday. No. No. (laughs) We tried. Um, Go ahead, Sean. Give us a pick. So in the New England-Tennessee game, I don't really feel any way. I may tie the Patriots' money line into a couple parlays over the weekend, but other than that, I am uh, staying away from this game. I'm just going to sit back and watch. My first pick, however, though, I am going to go with an under. Uh, I'm going under 47 Seattle-Washington football team. Mutt, you talked about teams playing slow. Do you know uh, where Seattle ranks in the amount of plays run in the NFL? I'm going to guess in the bottom three. They are dead last. Yeah, the next closest right. team is 60 plays ahead of them. <laughs> That's but, the theme of that team. I, I think I pulled those stats up a few months coach. ago when we were talking about Russell Wilson for the yep. show, Shime. And what it's like happened? the last, the last, ever since Russell Wilson has been there, they just like don't run a lot of plays on offense. No, the, the Pete Carroll mentality so is don't run a lot of plays, run out a lot of clock, so uh, and then hopefully Russell can make magic happen in the final two minutes of the game when it's one score. So I am going under in this game. Seattle is 8-1-1 one one on the under this season. Mm-hmm. I think that might end up changing at some point. I don't think this is the week, though. Uh, so I am going to go under 47 Seattle-Washington football team. So my favorite bet was not the Pats under game, but I, because they're tied into Anderson, that's why I put first. I try to rank my bets in order. Yep. My favorite bet this weekend is the Rams minus one at Green Bay. And this Packers team is really banged up. You guys saw yesterday, Jenkins went to the IR. He's going to miss a bunch of time. Bakhtiari is also out for this game. So you got Von Miller and Aaron Donald against the banged-up Packers offensive line. And and I saw a headline in the Wall Street Journal that says, and John, you can confirm this, Aaron Rodgers had COVID toe. So that can't be good for a quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Did uh, they forget a comma? No, they called it COVID toe. Go read the story. You'll probably Is really COVID enjoy COVID toe it. a thing? All right. Since I, I'm not going to picks anyway, I'll research this and I'll get back to you guys as you know. It's right up your alley. Let's just put it that way. So uh, Cooper Cup is going to be dominant in the slot in this game. The Rams are going to be able to run the football against that Packers front. The Packers coming off uh, an emotional loss. They now have to welcome in a Rams team that's coming off their bye week. I really, really, really 
like the Rams minus one at Green Bay. Uh, so the only thing that scares me, Mutt, is I've, I've found this weird trend of teams coming off the bye this year have not been good. The Bills lost off the bye. The Bucks lost off the bye. The Ravens lost off the bye. It's this weird trend, and I, and I think it's part of the new uh, like NFL, either COVID rules or CBA, that... Coaches don't have them at practice every single day of the every single day during the bye week, and, and so it's a lot of meetings instead of actual practice. And so that's the only thing I would caution you on. I I completely agree with all of the points you made, but my one hiccup is that teams coming off the bye this year have not been good, and I don't know what it is exactly. I can't pinpoint it, but I just now I, I've bet on three teams coming off the bye, and I lost every single time, and so I am now snake bitten by it, and I I just I don't think I could do it. Um, but my fir- my my favorite pick of the week here, uh, I think, is the Philadelphia Eagles laying three and a half points at the New York Jets. They just ran for two hundred and forty two yards against New Orleans, who has like the best run defense in football. Um, this Eagles offense is has been awesome the last four weeks. They are, uh, I think, over the last four weeks, like the best offense in football. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. He's been, for you fantasy players out there, you know he's been the best fan, the most consistent fantasy quarterback all year. He's the only guy that's gone 10 games this season being a QB1. Uh, Like, this is, Jalen Hurts is really good. This offense is really good. I think Darius Slay has been awesome on defense. They've actually been relatively good on defense, except for teams that can attack the middle of the field. I don't think uh, the Giants are that team. They just fired Jason Garrett. They're about to go into free fall. Joe Judge will probably get fired. Give me the Eagles laying three and a half against the Giants. Uh, I don't hate it. Here's my issue. Jason Garrett out is addition by subtraction. Like how? How True. can Freddie? Freddie Kitchens is calling the offense now. But then we, we then Fred, again we saw Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland not do so hot either. He just can't be worse than Jason Garrett. Like mm, that. I don't know. That's that's he the might only be. issue. Do you think Freddie Kitchens is going to try to do like the four wide he did in Cleveland when they had no <laughs> receivers on the roster? Probably. I mean, they have receivers on this roster. I don't know if any of them have ever run that before. But did it, you guys see? Did you see the uh, uh, Baldinger breakdown? They they ran up the Giants ran they a play had three on receivers third, three, like all in the same spot, and they ran a man beater against the zone and like you said Shime go check out Baldinger's Twitter they had three receivers in the middle of the field and they weren't even trying to run a route they're trying to avoid each other yep <laughs> Orlovsky did the exact same thing and he was like light a match to this offense my god it's like the the, the, the kids in uh, Monsters Inc when they're like everyone run around in circles and scream and they all just turn and run into each other immediately uh, by the way COVID toe so this is interesting Rogers didn't go into greater detail on COVID toe, but it's a term regularly used to describe swelling, pain, and discoloration in the foot suffered by COVID patients. In an October 2020 analysis, researchers found that COVID toes could last anywhere from 12 to 60 days, with one, quote, long hauler patient suffering from the condition for six well, months. Well, I'm not going to spout saying. any political beliefs, but if he got the vaccine, he might not have gotten COVID toe. Just saying. John, apparently, apparently thought, that's John, a political belief that? in these days. John, I don't know, if only there were some way Aaron Rodgers could have prevented this. <laughs> this is like the meme of, uh, of Eric Andre when he shoots the dude behind him and it's himself and he's like how could how could uh, they have done this like rogers shoots self how could the woke mob have done this if only i had more uh more more heartworm medicine for horses to take maybe this wouldn't I, have happened I know. okay okay i thought it was funny you've taken it to the level i knew you would which i'm glad well, I, I brought how is it up. that me- the level me meanwhile you just quoted monsters inc on a gambling podcast so okay. we once again have checked off all the boxes here today taylor disney swift Pl- joke earlier disney plus taylor swift and occasional bet that doesn't by the way hawkeye <laughs> Now streaming on Disney Plus. Awesome. It is. Uh, my final pick is going to be the, the 49ers laying three at home 
uh, against the Vikings. The Vikings coming off that emotional win against the Packers. Now they got to go uh, out to San Francisco. San Fran is third in the NFL, run deep in DVOA. Minnesota is 27th. This is all they want to do in San Fran. They want to run the football with Debo Samuel. They want to run it with Elijah Mitchell if he's going to be healthy. Jeff Wilson, your guys, your guy you've had for years as one of your sleeper picks, John. You called that in a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. That for was a Jeff big Wilson. Yeah, I said. I said. You said uh, Elijah Wilson. Mitchell. No, I said. And I said Jeff Wilson. After that, oh. I said your guy, Eli we'll Elijah Mitchell. Je- you can play it, Jeff Wilson. Your guy did not play well against Jacksonville last week. I had a lot of DFS money invested in him. That did not work out for me. But they just want to run the ball. And by the way, Garoppolo has been super efficient. And I think it's because they've been able to run the football. They get the Minnesota Vikings coming out west off an emotional win. Mike Zimmer outside against the smart coach Kyle Shanahan. I'm laying the three. Give me San Francisco uh, to win actually big against the Vikings on Sunday. Okay, I like that. I'm here for that. I think the uh, the Vikings can give you a bit of a letdown this Take week. Take the money line so. then, Mutt. Make more money off of it. You sound confident. Minus so three. Was minus, oh, I minus thought you said three. plus three. No, the Vikings are plus three. Re-rack but anyways, you're the, you're the uh, best, John. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going to take a road favorite. I, for whatever reason, road teams have been unbelievably successful this yeah. year, and I think Vegas is dealing with that because they're some of the lines. I, I've noticed more one, one and a half, two, two and a half point lines than any other year I've ever been gambling well, this in my week, life. John, Sean, did you see this week? Like, I, I think the Everything. biggest spread. The biggest spread this week is the second game of the weekend is Raiders and Cowboys. Barring injury, yeah. every other spread is within four or five points yeah, across the board. So Road it's, team it's, in a dome. It's Raiders, Cowboys are seven and a half. Titans, Patriots are six and a half. And What's then the next ex- biggest? The next biggest, I think, is four and a half, and it's Oof. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Like it's there's no all of these lines are close, and that's because I don't think there's any home field advantage for for a lot of teams. There's like no home field advantage, and so I think taking. Road teams this year has made you a lot of money. I mean, eight of the fifteen games last week, road teams won. Whether they were favorites or underdogs, I don't. I didn't look at the numbers, but they are in f- eight of the f- fifteen games were road winners. And so uh, this week, I'm going to go with a road favorite here. Give me the Chargers laying two and a half at the Broncos. Last time I said that some team is going to roll over the Broncos, the Broncos destroyed the Cowboys. But I'm going with the Chargers here. They need this game to stay in the playoff race, to stay tight with the Chiefs in the division. Uh, I think this is a have-to-have-it game for the Chargers, whereas the Broncos are kind of just coasting at this point, I think. Uh, so give me the Chargers laying two-and-a-half at the Broncos. I also don't hate the over here, but this was my four. If I have 3A pick or a fourth pick, this was it. The Chargers to win convincingly against the Broncos. Yes. Yes. All right, is, that, is that all the games? That is, that is all your picks? All, that is all the picks, John. All I'm sorry you wasted all your picks on Thanksgiving, John. Sorry, if you had followed the show sheet that John and I, Sean and I came up with, you would know we could Sorry all if you the followed the sheet that doesn't exist, nor did I tell you about during this entire thing. <laughs> I told you about this like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, but I had to get it out of you first. No, you didn't. You, you didn't offer you didn't, the information. You didn't I ask asked a single you. question. I asked a question. You did not. I always I, ask questions. I brought it to you. All right, anyways, uh, my three picks. I am on the Titans, Patriots, under 43 and a half. I am on the Buffalo Bills under, uh, or excuse me, the Buffalo Bills by six at the Saints. That's my uh, my road dome pick of the week, and my <laughs> just make your final pick. And my my road dome uh, under pick of the week is the fifty one and a half under in 
house. And Such an idiot. Go ahead. By the way, Sean. we've got six road domes this week. You've got sure the you Bears do. at the Lions. I'm sure you the Raiders do. at the Cowboys. Three road sure domes tomorrow, Sean. Swipe right, Anderson. Here. Swipe right. Oh, Jets Swipe at the right. Texans. That's the road dome uh, under the what week. What time tomorrow does like Anderson open the app? Like a couple of turkey plays a turkey. And here's my, here's my road. Here's my road dome spread of the week. Maybe I am going to Marshfield tonight. Swipe right. He's waiting for the food to be cooked, and he's just swiping. My three picks of the week are Philly laying three and a half at the Giants, the Chargers laying two and a half at the Denver Broncos, and under 47 Seattle-Washington football team. I'm going to hold some hands to John Anderson. 43 and a half under Patriots and Titans. Outdoor Dome. Rams laying one at the Packers. San Francisco, a three-point favorite at home against Minnesota. And your same-game parlay. Geez, on Thanksgiving is uh, over 69.5 yards rushing uh, for David Montgomery and a Chicago money line win that is plus 130. A great way to start your Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention, Mutt, as oh. well, uh, in that Rams-Green Bay game, I forgot to yeah. mention this, I apologize. Sure. I also kind of like the over in that game. Green Bay is kind of coming back from this trend of being 8-2 and two on the under, and they're kind of finally, Vegas has figured them out a little bit, that they don't score more than 25 points unless pushed by another good offense. The Rams are good offense, so I expect that game to go over 47 and a half. All right, just so I know tomorrow, what's the drink of choice? I think for Shime, it is some sort of like eggnog maple bourbon. Is that Do I have that right? So I start the day with uh, coffee and Kahlua, and then once I have dinner, then I switch to every day, eggnog and whiskey, yes. So you'll drink Kahlua and coffee all day until the food? For the most part. Er, Holy yeah. mackerel. Because it allows me to drain out my system, too, just prior to eating a shitload of food. That's I just I just shove an enema in my ass. That's how I do that. <laughs> I'd be more efficient than you. I'm sorry. Uh, that's fine. You do you. <laughs> Barry Bonds taught me well. Anderson, what is it for you? Is it red wine? Uh, I'll probably go red wine earlier, maybe with the dinner, and then later on I'm going to go to another family member's house, and that's probably when the uh, the IPAs will come out. Okay, do you want some IPAs? I'm looking at my fridge right now. I can see I got some Bissell Brothers in here. I got some. Uh, oh, I got some Treehouse in here. You're gonna. Ooh. You're gonna you're gonna make out like a bandit on this loss. Ooh, perfect. Up, All right. Well, you. hopefully I hit my road dome pick, and then I'll really be making out like uh, a bandit. I'm ha- and now I'm hanging up. <laughs> Bye, Mutt. <laughs> Would it be frowned upon to title this episode uh, "Road Dome Week 12"? Thanks to the <laughs> Rob Bradford. Unless, unless Rob do... Bradford would drive to my apartment and cut my ball. Unless off unless you, you do that. road dome games. Road. I think that might be acceptable. Can I slip it by them? I don't know. I feel, like sure I, shouldn't, the- I feel like I shouldn't. It, it, it wouldn't be the first time I've gotten away with road domes. So. May- <laughs> Make sure to put the explicit tag on this, please. That's going to be a new gospel for this, for, for the gambling for the gambling podcast. <laughs> road dome games. we got to find the splits in uh, road dome games against the spread this year. That'll be Dear my Lord. weekend project. I'll, I'll ask Ryan Hannibal. I'll. But you, 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 so the thing is, with the website, they don't let me post my own content. I have to send it to Hannibal. Oh, yeah. He proofreads it. He posts it. I think hopefully if we get through this season where I've consistently done two or three things every week plus the Winners Club blog, uh, blog post, maybe they get to the point where they trust me and they allow me to do it. Boom, first post. <laughs> road to <laughs> Why you should bet on Road to yeah, All right, let's get out of here. I'm going to go finish. Three things stuff. the Patriots in Road Dome have in common. Tribe's got to go finish after this road, though. All right. uh... I'll do it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. There he is. What's up, my man? What's up, buddy? Not too much. Happy Turkey Day. Same to you. Same to you. Day before. Yeah, I'm excited. 
<laughs> Who is him? Imagine calling this a, a, sec, a second-tier holiday. Give me a break. This is the best holiday of the year. Uh, yes, it's marginally ahead of 4th of July because there's a lot more gambling involved. Yes, very true. But way better than Christmas. Yep. Way I love, uh, me and Keith were talking about this this morning, I love the Christmas season. Like the 25 days leading up to Christmas are great. I'm all in on the Christmas music, the Christmas spirit, but the actual Christmas day is so hectic. It's not not nearly as not nearly as good as Thanksgiving. And you will feel the exact same way multiplied by five when you and your girlfriend have kids. Yeah, because exactly. It's Which... like the pressure of getting gifts, and it's it just it becomes way too commercialized. Oh yeah, way too much. But the season, I'm not I'm not down on the season. But as a day, it is tough to beat. Well, the whole week, like you're, it's a four day, it's a four day just absolute binge. <laughs> Eating and drinking and betting for four days. It's amazing. And I, so I love, I also love Christmas Eve. I think Christmas Eve is superior yeah. to Christmas Day. Uh, yeah. Well, it's definitely way, again, that's, there's not like the whole presents thing. You do a little dinner, some, we do Italian a lot dinner, of drinking. some church. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yep. Oh, oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Oh, my God. Was I yelling at the radio this morning when John was like, I don't, I don't go to my Thanksgiving get-togethers. With high school. I didn't like those kids in high school. We talk, we, <laughs> didn't we talk about this on this podcast two years ago when we I did. didn't go to we my five-year? That's, that's what I mean. We, and we, by the way, you made the right call. You guys got together. But I wanted to yell, they don't want to see you anyway, John. Who cares? No one wants to I see you I know anybody. they didn't want to see me. And it's annoying. And Shyam and I have discussed this because every time – I end up in my hometown seeing random people I've never met before, or even running into them in Boston is like, oh man, I heard you work on the radio, right? You got that, right, Sean? Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh my God. And I'm just you guys like, are stars. You guys are midday star. I mean, you, you got, you apparently, we're the only people who made it out of Marshfield or Rockland. Yep. <laughs> the bad the, the bad streets of Marshfield. I the bad streets of Rockland. Hey, I am Brockton. I grew up Brockton adjacent, okay? So there you oh, go. Oh, did you? There you go. Yep. They had a good football team back in the day. Let's let's not include the part where you guys alienate two towns in, in our listening audience. Hey, Rockland is in the Super Bowl this year. So there Are you they go. really? Yeah. They're playing Abington, shockingly enough. The next town over, the rivals. They're Didn't playing you go to Abington. BC High? Yeah, I did. Okay. But oh, all my friends go. are from or The vast majority of my friends are from Rockland. My brothers went to Rockland High, so. Tomorrow in your backyard, it's uh, nine and two Bill Rickett and seven and three Chelmsford. Ooh, right in Bill Rickett in Keith's backyard, actually. Nice, too. hell yeah! All right, we ready, fellas? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Come okay. at you in three, two, one. <laughs> 